Welcome back to the Art of NVC podcast. And today we have a very special subject to talk about. And it is the difference between strategies and needs. So first, Marshall Rosenberg, the creator of Nonviolent Communication. And if you haven't really checked him out, if, I'm, if I've been your introduction to NVC, I really recommend reading his book and looking at some of his YouTube videos. He's awesome. Amazing stuff. Um, but he used uh, he used terms like needs. I am not super excited about using needs um, as a term, but I do use it sometimes. But needs, preferences, desires, values, to me, these are all interchangeable. Right? These are what you're trying. You have a preference. You have a need, a desire, or a want. And that's why you're doing this nonviolent communication because you have something that you would like to happen and occur. And so you use NVC to communicate this to somebody else. And your request is basically your strategy to get your need met. Now, if you are attached to getting your need met through a specific strategy, then you're no longer going to be doing nonviolent communication. Because then you'll most likely be having demands and threats in there because you're attached to your strategy. And there's a big difference between the needs and the strategies. So, for example, say you're in a relationship, you guys have a joint account and your partner keeps um, spending so much money that the account is overdrawn. So in this situation, your need might be financial stability. You know, that's your need. That's your preference, your desire. That's something you value. That's something that's important to you. Just knowing that your bank account is not going to be overdrawn. So your strategy to get this need met um, could be talking to your partner and seeing if they're willing to get a separate account. See if they're willing to hire an accountant. Uh, maybe they are willing to let you know every time they spend more than $100 in one spot. You know, these are all potential strategies to get your need, your desire met. Okay, but if at any moment, so say your request is for them to um, hire an accountant and they don't want to do that. And you're like, but I have a need for you to hire an accountant. You don't have a need for them to hire an accountant. Okay, that's where this is where the trickery comes in. This is where you got to be careful. And this is also why. NVC has a, a bit of a bad rap with some people because it can be used in manipulative ways incorrectly, but it sounds correct. Like, I have a need for you to do something. That's not, that's always going to be kind of violent. You have a need for financial stability. Your needs are broad. They're these things that are not tied to a specific action from a specific person in a specific way because that's too narrow. That's too demanding. So, and I do see this pretty commonly, um, especially with people who have been doing it for a long time. And it can get tricky. So just remember that you, you have needs, but your needs are broad. Your needs are not going to ever be super specific for, to a person doing a certain thing. So like I said, if, your need, if you say, I have a need for you to hire an accountant, that's not accurate. You have a need for financial stability. Would you be willing to hire an accountant? And they can say, no, I don't want to do that. And and then if you get all angry and be like, oh, I knew it, then you were just disguising your violent methods 
with NVC because that was a threat and a demand, and that's violent. We make requests that can be refused, and alternative solutions can be found. So if you're on the receiving end of, of this, and someone says something like that to you, like, here's one I heard the other day, um, and it was that a couple was having problems, and one partner said to the other, I have a need to receive empathy from you. Now, on the outside, that sounds very NVC, uh, you know, on the surface level, but in my opinion, it is not. You have the, the person, it, it was a woman talking to our man, and, and her need was to have empathy. She, she wanted to receive some empathy. Or you could say she wanted to um, have connection. Or whatever it was, this fine. We have these needs and desires and preferences, and there's nothing wrong with them. But when you attach them to a certain person, so if I have a need for empathy, that's fine. If I have a need for you to give me empathy, that's a little demanding in my opinion. That's too specific. And if someone said that to me, I wouldn't, it doesn't feel good. It feels, I feel rebellious <laughs> when someone says something like that to me. You know, so, so that's, that's like mixing the strategy and the need in one, in one sentence. I have it, the, the, the the more NVC way to say something like that is, I have a need for a connection. And would you be willing to attempt to give me some empathy? Or would you be willing to give me some empathy? Would you be willing to listen to what I'm saying? Um, would you be willing to let me know how you feel about this need for connection I have? Um, you know, things like that. So you just want to make sure you're separating them. Because it can get real tricky and icky at the same time if you start attaching your, if you start confusing your needs and your strategies, your needs and your strategies are different. So, for instance, let's go to another example. The dishes, um, the dishes are dirty. I love this analogy because it's pretty universal. And you're talking to your partner or your roommate or your sibling, and you say, "Hey, there's a, a lot of there's dirty dishes in the kitchen. I didn't do them. Um, I'm, I, I think you did. I, I, in fact, I saw you make them." And I'm feeling upset because I have a need for you to do the dishes right now. See, that's not correct. <laughs> because So when you say, I have a need for you to, that's, that's like the trigger. That, that's the alarm bells. That's the red flag. I have a need for you to dot, dot, dot. You don't have a need for them to. You have a need. I have a need for cleanliness. I really value a clean kitchen. Would you be willing to do the dishes right now? And there's the strategy to get your need met. Would you be willing to do the dishes within an hour? You know, something specific, a request. So that's that's that. It's really important to not confuse your strategies and your needs. Your strategy is your attempt to get your need met. And your need, so your strategy is always negotiable. It's always debatable. It's always you can deliberate and, and figure out a win-win solution for both parties. Your need is pretty non-negotiable. It's 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 just a fact that, or it's it's a des, your desire is just a fact. This is what you really want. This is what's important to you, and you don't need to compromise on your needs. But your strategy is very flexible. It doesn't matter how your need gets met, as long as it's a win-win for both parties. That's the key. So that's really important. That's the main thing I wanted to talk about today. And I also want to touch upon a couple other subjects. So I had a question from a, a listener named Alice. 
and she she was in the beginning stages of dating someone and then he they had an um a little small conflict and then he stopped replying to all her messages and she she said he ghosted her was her term so she wanted to know how to use nvc in a situation like that um so that's a little tricky because you can't really communicate with that person anymore and that's pretty fundamental to nonviolent communication however to help with that feeling in your body that 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 upset feeling that unfinished feeling probably that that is alice's feeling um i would say that you would want to do emergency empathy do emergency empathy on him and try to understand why someone would do that what what was their reasoning you know why would why does anybody ghost anybody did you stop replying to me because you thought that it would be better for both of us did, did you stop replying to me because i you you felt hurt by what i said to you did you stop replying to me because you got angry and you didn't want to say hurtful things to me did you stop replying to me because you met somebody new you know so if you do this this type of exercise if you get ghosted maybe it'll come across some understanding maybe it'll help you just understand where they're coming from and if you go deep enough usually at least in my experience you can feel things you can feel things when when it resonates and you might stumble upon oh they probably did it because of this and you're the only one who knows who what the situation is on at least from your end so you probably have some clues as to how to do that I had another question from a viewer, a listener, and she said, what do I do when all I want to do is say violent things? <laughs> and that's that's a real question because sometimes you're just so angry and all you want to do is just hurl insults and tell them how wrong they are. And, and that's real. That's real life. When we're triggered and our cerebral cortex shuts down. But the answer is simple. It's... If you can, either take or if you can't do anything but that, just take a break. Just move away. Go calm down. Think about it. Um, maybe do some empathy on yourself to just kind of relax. But really, it's just about emergency empathy towards them. If, if all you want to do is hurl insults, you know you're triggered. And that's a great... If you, if you when, Whenever you notice that you are triggered, it's a great time to use emergency empathy. And this is not the easiest thing in the world because that's generally the last thing in the world you want to do in that moment when you're triggered because, like she said, all you want to do is hurl insults. So do emergency empathy. And then also I suggest remembering and reminding yourself that all these intense feelings you're feeling right now are not because of what they have done or said or didn't do. It's because of your own value system. It's your own preferences, your own desires. So you are responsible for how you feel. And so you want to do emergency empathy on them, on yourself. Remind yourself that you are responsible for how you feel. And get to a place where you're more calm and balanced, and so are they. And then uncover your need, what your real need is, and go into NVC to see if you can get it met. And remember, don't be attached to your strategy. But you can be committed to getting your needs met. 
Okay, that's the uh, podcast for today. Thank you guys for the questions. If anybody else has questions, feel free to email them to me at artofnvc at gmail.com or on Instagram, artofnvc, or on Facebook, artofnvc. Surprise, surprise. And yes, the book is still out. It's selling. I appreciate everybody who's bought the book and left reviews. That's very helpful. And the audio book as well, um, available on all platforms. The course is coming out soon. I still have a very few copies of the board game left. And it's going to be this limited run. will kind of be the end of the limited run. And then I'll probably figure out how to get a major production of them sometime within the next several months. So thank you everybody who's bought it and given me feedback. I'm really happy with it. It's been it's been great. And yeah. That's what's going on. And thanks for